2: Welcome back to Dum Dums and Dragons, where improvisers who've never role before journey into the world of Dungeons and Dragons. I am the Grand Wizard Bukaki, your host. Our heroes are battling the evil wizard Augustine Palantir and an avatar of the wind god itself to save an island and themselves. But will their magic bindle help defeat these foes? Will Augustine Palantir turn Alan's flame vortex against her? Will our heroes die when their altars keep collapsing for some reason? Find out next on Dumb Dums and Dragons. Which brings us
3: to Augustine. So, the wizard uh, fight. (laughs) Wizard (laughs) fight.
4: What don't you understand about shut up?
2: (laughs) (laughs) This is going to be a fun wizard fight. Our wizard is angry.
5: At you. You've done it now, Augustine.
3: <laughs> You've done it. Um, She's
1: furious. Sorry, Alan,
3: do you want to roll me a dex check? Wee. From within the uh, sphere, you see it's not a fireball per se, but there seems to be a gust of wind that forces out of it uh, okay. and flies at you. Unfortunately, because the wind is on fire, yeah. uh, you get the sense that it's got fireball-esque powers. So nice. roll to a, a dodge, yo
4: nine
3: so you'll take 11 points of fire damage Back. Uh, and you I'm are dying.
2: thrown off of your altar to the ground you're dying now like no, you're all the way out but I have eight HP and uh, you're knocked prone when you hit the ground. You better okay. get in touch with your god soon. We got to win this fight, and then I can summon healing. Great. Alan, you're up. Um, Let's define win. you have just been blasted <laughs> off your
3: uh, pedestal. Uh, you're down on the ground. What do you do?
4: Okay, I'm not on fire or anything, am I? No, no, you just not do need to, like, damage. stop, drop, and roll.
2: <laughs> no, you know, I, I think there's a quick pat down. That's what they say about wizard fights. Safety first. <laughs> Safety, um, first. <laughs> Safety first. Safety <laughs> first. That's what the rocks are chanting in my bag.
4: Okay, yeah. I'm going to throw magic missiles up at... Augustine at level three.
3: Okay,
5: nice.
4: So that's eighteen damage, and I'm running out of spell slots. Um,
3: <laughs> I'm cool. So start you, you hear some. Uh, my staff. You hear some uh, <laughs> some muttered uh, swearing from within the ball of fire. You can't really see him, but you know he's there. Um, they always hit. <laughs> Uh, Which brings us to the wind god. The wind god was was already in pretty rough shape, and now it's got someone draining its power and someone wearing it, so it's just generally fucking confused.
1: And it's stunned. I know, that's why it's confused.
3: I'm narrating the stun. (laughs) Uh, So it it just kind of is frantically trying to figure out its shit, which means it just kind of sits there and uh, swirls around you. The winds of the massive storm around the mountains start to shift and they start going in improbable directions. It seems like a sort of a massive confusion, which brings us to Butthole.
2: I am going to turn. And I mean, what's every cleric really want? To punch other gods that aren't theirs <laughs> in the face or just spite them as intensely as possible in the name of one's own god. So I yell, in the name of motherfucking Moonhammer! Uh, and I just fart the entire sprint. Like, it's a long-held one. It's high-pitched. It's like... <laughs> and then when I, I... It's another, like, two-handed swing. I'm gonna go torso, just because I don't really know what happens when the god fully dissipates, <laughs> and I like Tornado Town Terrence having a head. <laughs> Nat 20. That'll do. You uh, sprint forward,
3: screaming, in the name of Moonhammer!
2: I'll swing your Swing your damage. 16 damage.
3: Your hammer connects soundly and uh, the wind god lets out like a horrible roar, which sounds like every horrible shrieking wind you've ever heard. And the wind god's form seems to explode and suddenly the storm darkens. The shrine that Quinny's standing on explodes, so roll, roll me a dex. Fucking twice.
2: Oh, we have to keep doing it till all the shrines break.
3: 14. You don't quite make it off this one. You go to leap, but it's like the thing collapses under you as you do so, so you just fall down into it. Yep. You'll take uh, six points of falling damage. Top of the round, the wind god has dissipated. The storms around you darken. Tornado Town Terrence... You can feel it in your very bones. And you can see that Tornado Town Steve kind of gets it as well. You also noticed when Alan was striking Augustin, it seemed like Steve's eyes got a little less blue. They, They seemed a little more uncertain. So uncertain that he didn't act last round.
2: Um, <laughs> it, uh, looks like the uh, the I, wind- I look up at Augustine and I'm like, happens to me too, man. I'm like,
3: <laughs> <laughs> looks like the wind monk you knew might be buried in there, it's buried deep. So, a tornado begins to form and begins rushing towards the platform. It seems you've unleashed the wind god's rage, tornado town Terrence. This is your jam. Mm-hmm. What do you want to do?
1: I grab that tornado. All right. <laughs> With my bare hands. So, this is what I've been trained to do.
3: The tornado comes straight I, at you, and as it approaches, you can see that it seems to have picked up all the rubble and grime. Mm-hmm. And it seems like this is this is one of them rocky tornadoes. So
1: I take the mummy wrappings that I had taken from the other room, and I try and create kind of a bridle so I can ride this tornado. <laughs> oh, shit. Like to kind of like swirl my way up to the top and grab it around some of the debris that's in it. Yep. To really kind of get leverage and and yeah ride the tornado.
3: Amazing. Can you roll me a dexterity check, please? (laughs) Seven. (laughs) You rush the tornado, you grab the mummy wrappings, you try and throw them around like a bridle. Unfortunately, it's been a long time since you fought a tornado and, Mm -hmm. and those doubts get the best of you. As you try and throw your roughshod bridle, it does get caught up, but unfortunately, it slips out of your hands you get battered by some of the rocks as the tornado passes through you. Mm-hmm. So please take 12 points of damage. Ooh. However, as you're in it throwing the mummy wrappings up, the mummy wrappings spin up through the vortex, mm-hmm. and essentially they interfere with the rocks. So as it rips past your friends, it will be less effective. So can all of you please make a dexterity oh, save? Jesus Christ. 11. Or a constitution save. Basically, you can try and jump out of the way, or you can just, like, hunker down and sit through Whoa, it. Oh, I am hunkering down. 14. <laughs> 14. Right, 14? 16.
4: 7. Fuck.
3: So, Quinny, you take seven. You two take 14.
4: I'm unconscious.
3: Alan, winds are whipping around you. Just been on fire and just a rock just... Hits you in the side, and down you go.
5: Great. Wizard fight?
3: (laughs) I'll I'll be there in a minute. Uh, So the tornado dissipates after it does the rounds. and uh, Now it
4: dissipates. You can see
3: the
2: the storm has lightened, and the shrines start to glow again. So there's two more of these frickin' altars we gotta break. I hope so, but I'm not getting this. This religion is hard. No, no, no. No, no. I, I figured it's It's math. It's math. Basically, it comes back here and gets trapped. And then when an altar breaks, it's less powerful. So we got to bust through the last two altars. I exploded it. That's why the altar exploded at the same time. Two more and it's done. Okay. Quinny, that's you. Top of the round. Do I have to be on the altar
5: for this? Theoretically, we could put me on the
2: altar if you want to fight the god.
5: Yeah, yeah. I throw the compass to you and I
2: run down to great preterences. The other thing I, I could do... Yeah, this is like... <laughs> this is like I just, I just, everybody, wait a second. Uh, I, I had a potion I was going to take to give Alan, so I could throw that to you. Oh, I'll, yeah, I'll give it I better. got a health potion, so kind of simultaneous toss so yeah. i've got
3: sure yeah you can do that all on quinnys round i'll let that happen
2: <laughs> <laughs> you're lucky i like alan <laughs> yeah.
3: you
5: do a tradesies okay. mid-air tradesies and i run over pull open the stopper on the potion and i cradle alan's head in my arm and pull her jaw down and then slide that into her mouth <laughs>
2: That should be our title. I <laughs> yeah. slide it into her
3: mouth. Please, no. Gross. <laughs> we suddenly no. gained a bunch of listeners and <laughs> lost a bunch of listeners. The ones we gained left immediately after they realized the context. You do that, uh, roll your healing. 10. Great. Ten. And you are stable and then I just start chanting
2: wizard fight wizard fight our wizard is immortal you can't
3: win Tornado Town Terrence you're a little shaken by this encounter with the tornado Mm -hmm. you're really questioning yourself then you look over your shoulder and you see a friendly floating face on the end of a bindle you realize
1: no you got this
3: so no one's on an altar yet you can delay your action until Mm -hmm. someone's up on an altar if you want to be the avatar of the god again or you can go punch Tornado Town Steve
1: can I get Tornado Town Steven to snap out of it shake him to his senses sure yeah How, how would you do that I run up to um and I slap him full on in the face, like just flush in the face. Great. Open right. handed.
3: Can you roll me an intimidation check, please? 14. He rolled really badly,
1: so <laughs> uh, so you slap him and um
3: all of a sudden the blue kind of fades. T- Terence? Tornado town, Steven! Do you remember
1: where you are? Last I remember we were fighting that old tornado back in Tornado Town! And I get really dark out. I don't wanna I don't <laughs> really wanna talk about that tornado, but what 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 d- you, you've been fighting us for the past, oh, eight or nine rounds, it seems like. <laughs> eight or nine whole rounds? Well, that must a be eight half. or nine whole minutes. <laughs> well, how'd you get to this island? Well, remember that old tornado that just whipped me up when we opened that door that one time? Of course. <laughs> yeah, there was a crazy wizard in it. A wizard in a tornado? A wizard in a tornado. Wow, Is that
3: guy. It points up at the flaming ball in the sky. <laughs> I look over at Quinny and I'm like, I don't like this. <laughs> he's struggling, but he starts to twitch and like his eyes start glowing oh blue again. Um, Slap him again, Terrence.
1: <laughs> he's like, listen, old Tornado Town, Terrence, you're always the best of us. So you do what you gotta do. Don't worry about old Tornado Town, Steve. And then I yell from the other side, break his neck. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Have I use my turn? Can I try and knock him out? You can try and knock him out. Sure. Okay. I'll, I'll try and knock him out. While he's still dazed, I'll grab his head and just like dash it against the ground. <laughs> okay, go for it uh,
3: 17 And 16 uh, Yeah, actually both of those will hit mm-hmm. you Roll your damage please 14 You crack his head a couple times against the ground And the first time he's like Good job, keep it up and The second time he's like I shall have revenge <laughs> But he's, his face is a bit bloodier now Which brings us to um, Steve Steve seems to be back under control of the wizard He turns around he's like I take it all back I didn't mean any of that You're the worst of us You do bad things and you should be ashamed uh, And he tries to punch you uh, <laughs> <laughs> he, uh, he manages to hit with one mm-hmm. So you'll take Six points of damage Ooh. And can you please roll me a Constitution save 21 He clocks you in the side of the head And for a second you're dazed You're almost stunned But you can hear the, the soft rustling of the bag Behind you encouragingly So you're like no This is going to stay in this So you're not stunned Which brings us to Augustine. So now you can start to hear Some like Cries of like pain From up in the thing You can see kind of like Parts of the storm coalesce inward towards the fireball. The fireball starts to dissipate. Alan, last thing you remembered, you got clocked in the side of the head with a rock, and then you had one of those tasty, tasty potions. So now you're uh, just blinking your way back to being awake, and you see sort of a vortex forming over the uh, the wizard ball.
4: I want to run back up onto the one
3: sure the altar that I was on.
4: Oh, yeah, I just want to distract the wizard as long as possible, so I'm just going to fire another volley of magic missiles. Do it up right away. So that's eleven damage.
3: Eleven damage. Mm-hmm. Okay. As you hit him, you notice that the suction starts to dissipate a bit. You can tell it's taking a lot of his concentration to yeah. do what he's doing. And Tornado Town Steve's eyes shift back towards their natural state uh, because the wizard is distracted. Which brings us to the wind god. So suddenly the storm begins to darken again and uh, begins to coalesce into a tornado. Uh,
2: Butthole. I am going to take the compass I'm carrying and I'm going to run up onto the altar I started on because that one was already cracked as shit. (laughs) So I'm like, let's check that box. I look over into the corner where fucking Charlie the Dandy has just been (laughs) standing around like an asshole. More like Charlie the Standy. Yeah. Oh, God, that's pretty good. Uh, (laughs) So I yell over at him, and I'm like, get our friends in the game, hoping that he'll know that I mean to throw the mysterious giant and the king of fish <laughs> <laughs> when the wind god shows up. And then I take out the compass, and I yell, Terrence again, Terrence again. Uh, and I, I shake it and point it towards him. All
3: right, so uh, Terrence, I assume you take a... I'm going to give that a free back. action. Yeah, I think I'm breathing, breathing the the back. back. Uh, so suddenly the darkened
2: tornado energy dissipates and that darkened energy forms around you. And I, in my other hand, I, I take out Frank, who's covered in like the blood of Vic Victory, and I say, do what you know how to do, man, and I just huck it. <laughs>
3: uh, okay, can you roll me a ranged attack, please? Yes. 15. You throw Frank. Uh, unfortunately, uh, the wind is too strong and gets picked up into the vortex. It's okay. He's
2: fighting him from the inside, boys. <laughs> um, I look at my bag of beans, but decide not now. <laughs>
3: <laughs> it's a wise decision on Butthole's part. From behind you, you say... For new friends. And Charlie the Dandy comes running out with a rock. And so he sprints at the wind god. And he runs up. And he he does that thing that people who can't really throw a baseball do, where he just runs up right next to him and then throws (laughs) it. (laughs) Uh, Now, as you recall, he was a pretty good archer with two eyes. But even with one eye is not bad. So he hits the wind god. And he's going to use his archers aimed at that extra damage that hurt you guys so much. (laughs) So he does a uh, sound 15 points of damage to the wind god. Wow. I yell for Frank! And uh, the altar you're on starts to crumble because the wind god's taking the appropriate amount of damage. The wind god looks directly at Charlie the Dandy and just throws a gust of wind at him, which throws him spiraling wildly back, and he crashes through the altar that you're on, shattering it. And the two of you fall into the mist. Do you want to roll a uh, dex check or a con check? Uh,
2: we're gonna go con. <laughs> so that's literally you just being like, down we go. <laughs> yeah, like I, I'm on the top as the floor cracks. I jump onto the biggest piece of stone that I can, and in my head, I'm still sort of a little bit drunkenly <laughs> hoping that I can like surfboard surf down. down
3: like Robin in Batman and Robin. Yeah, <laughs> on the, yes. on the, on the, door. the that shuttle, one
2: hundred percent. Yes, Amazing. I I want to Chris O'Donnell my way down this. <laughs> natural oh, one with a natural shit. one you so,
3: truly do,
5: you do. <laughs> yeah. your
2: I, I ruined I ruined all of my future film career
3: um, well oh. I've got some good news and some bad news for you the good news is you do ride that slab down the bad news is you ride it directly into Charlie the dandy's
2: chest crushing him Oh no! but I'm okay <laughs> <laughs> oh, <shit>. no no <laughs> I just thought you cared
1: more about charlie than you actually do it takes six points of damage
2: yeah but i'm sort of drunk though that's why i'm being a bad person it's not like, yeah, he's gone
1: limp everyone knows a level of inebriation. everyone yes. knows it's better to be the drunk party in a collapsing pedestal <laughs> situation i what mad always tells that's me true. in those right. ads I, I, they run. Look, I
2: look at everybody else in the room still honestly like pretty happy how that surfboard <laughs> thing worked out i'm sad about Charlie, but i'm like all right guys We gotta win this fight in the next minute for the name of the goddess and then I can revivify Charlie the Dandy. Do it for him, or he's
3: dead for real. As the pedestal explodes, the wind god becomes incorporeal again. Damn. But every time it does, it gets it gets you know a little bit more damage. Mm-hmm. You've got two altars remaining.
1: One, one altar. Yeah, the one you're yeah. on is no. the
3: one left. So the sky goes black. Uh, you see another tornado. But this one seems really unstable. It seems weak. And Tornado Town, Terrence, uh, you can kind of see it. And Steve is briefly freed from his thing. So he watches too, and he goes, "Why is it? Why is it running along the water like that?" Then all of a sudden, the tornado comes at you, and your worst fears come true. It's a shark nato. What? It, oh, so it picked a, up sharks? <laughs> oh, God. Here's what I'm going to have you do. There's a Sharknado coming towards the party.
1: <laughs> I look at Tornado Tan Steven, and our eyes meet because we've dealt with these sorts. We've dealt with every possible type of tornado. So as much as it is shocking, we know what to do. And I go, technique alpha? And, then he like, <laughs> and he's like, he nods. He just like exactly. we did yeah.
3: back in Hurricane
1: Hamlet. That's right.
2: The hosts of Dum Dums and Dragons are 420 friendly all year round, which is why we are excited to have Indicloud back as a sponsor. As Indicloud gets ready for summer, they're rolling out a new product Dink Sickles. <laughs> This episode is brought to you by our sponsor, Shopify. When we started podcasting, an online store was the furthest thing from our collective minds. But now we are selling some sick mugs. And it is so easy. All because we use Shopify. One of the big problems Shopify solved for us was international shipping. Our shipping prices, if people were outside of the US, were through the roof. But the moment we switched over to Shopify, we were able to choose where our orders were being fulfilled from in different places, which meant shipping could be cheap for all of our fans everywhere around the globe. So if you were even thinking about opening a store, sign up now for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash dumdums, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash dumdums now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash dumdums. That's D-U-M-B-D-U-M-B-S. If you open a store with Shopify, you're going to be hearing that sound a lot.
5: Hey everybody, it's me, Bucky. They're letting me read an ad. Oh, I'm very excited. This one is for the Dum Dumbs and Dice Patreon. If you go to patreon.com slash dumdumdice, you can join the $15 per month tier and name NPCs that appear in the series. You give me a bunch of new friends to say hello to and I'm very excited about that. I always admired Mr. Butthole for being able to say uh, hello new friend to anybody and they immediately like him and they all become his best friend and that's what, all I really want is to have new friends as well. It gets a little lonely here at the castle uh, and, and you know, it would just be really nice if we get, uh, become friends. So if you, you got someone in mind, you know someone from maybe one of your other campaigns or your own OC or something like that and you want to you know, say hi to me, well I, I really like that. So you, if you go to patreon.com slash dice that's d-u-m-b d-u-m-b d-i-c-e you can you can make it happen looking forward to meeting you bye
1: i like direct him with my eyes and like just hand signals and we kind of get on either side of the tornado and we each grab the tail of a shark and then jump in. And then I have a, a tail of a shark in one hand and I use my other hand to grab Tornado Tan Steven and he grabs a shark in his hand and we start turning ourselves in the opposite direction <laughs> of the tornado with the sharks in our hands, creating a counter tornado. A, a reverse counter, sharknado. A reverse sharknado within the actual sharknado. <laughs> All right. Um, so can you please roll me... All the dice? Can you, uh, yo, <laughs> can you roll me an animal handling check? <laughs> 20. Not natural, just Yeah, 20, great. 20. Uh, Steve rolled well too, so... Just for a again, like, handling of an animal? Yeah, this is,
3: this, is a, this is a thing we know how to do. So yeah, you're together, um, you're reaching out, you grab each other's hands. Can you please roll me uh, a melee attack against the sharks as you spin, kicking and flailing against the sharks? 16 and 17. Okay, yep, those will both hit. Roll your damage, please. Fifteen. Together, you and Steve become a whirling dervish of of shark-kicking, swinging action. And sure enough, just like it did back in Hurricane Hamlet all those years ago, the uh, reverse Sharknado manages to uh, (laughs) burst apart, sending sharks flying in every direction away from your (laughs) friends. But as you do so, you look up and there's one shark just falling. And this is always what happens in Sharknados. And Steve goes, look out! (laughs) And he leaps up into the air, (laughs) fist up in a don't you forget about me Mario punch. (laughs) And the shark closes around him. (gasps) And the two of them collapse to the ground next to you. The shark is still flipping around.
2: And I look at the rest of the party and go, if we win this fight in the next 45 seconds, I can revivify Dave the Dandy or whatever shit his name was. And that guy in the shark do it for Moonhammer.
3: What do you do?
1: Oh, God. Um,
3: (laughs) Your friend is inside the shark.
1: I grab my bag of wins. Mm Mm-hmm. And I shove it into the shark's mouth (laughs) and I tell the winds, we've exploded one person. (laughs) And you were around when we exploded a kraken. Can you please explode this shark? The winds sound like they say, Mr. Spaghetti, go. (laughs) This is a sentence
3: I didn't think I'd ever say. (laughs) Mr. Spaghetti flies into the shark. (laughs) The shark expands like a balloon and pops. And Tornado Town Steve is there with a sick new belt of shark jaw. He's a little um, rough around the edges, but he smiles at you and says, Ah, attack plan beta. (laughs) And then he kind of smiles. He gives you a thumbs up, and then he collapses unconscious. Top the round, Uh, Quinny. Yeah, Jesus. (laughs) Um,
4: In six seconds.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Tornadoes are very fast.
5: Uh, I'm going to use all my movement. I'm going to run over to where Butthole is in that rubble <laughs> and like pull the rocks aside. And Butthole will be like, oh... Thank you, Queen. and I just like take the compass from him and like run back. Uh, use like my board's action to like dash yep. back across and get up on that last right. altar. I
3: say, I think it's a sign of character growth
5: that you didn't just take the stake. <laughs> oh no, I'm coming back for like four other stakes. <laughs> yeah, gotcha. I've still All got
3: right. my eye on those. Great. So uh, so Quinny's back up on top. I say like <laughs> this guy. This is the guy. <laughs> so the winds coalesce around yep. you. I grab the bag out of the desiccated remains of the shark. Yep, uh, and blow into it. So the god coalesces around you now, rather than being sort of a fully formed shape. It's just a few like misting winds. It still seems corporeal, but uh, incredibly weakened. Okay. What do you do? Oh, it's you get an extra round for fighting tornadoes that is separate got from it. all of this. It's got like a it. uh, it's like a quick time
2: event. Yeah, you know? I just got to throw those yeah. in for flavor.
1: Can I try and inhale the wind god into my lungs? Yeah, this? sure. Try and see <laughs> if it I can. He Seems pretty weak now. Maybe I can harness him. Trap it in your mind palace. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what do I roll for that? <laughs> That is a very
3: good question, Eric, to which the answer is... Would it be con? Yeah, I think it's a con save. Okay. 15. 15. Yeah, you beat the god's roll. So, yeah, you inhale the wind god into your lungs. And similar to what happened with the gusts, you can kind of feel its presence mingling with yours. Mm -hmm. Uh, You can feel its madness. You can feel its confusion. What do you do?
1: I try and soothe the pain. What does the
3: wind god look like to you in here?
1: He's a very, very well-dressed gentleman. He's older, distinguished, and he's in a uh, just a plain black suit.
3: Nice. Yep. Uh, what do you look like right now?
1: I'm the way I actually am in, like, borrowed clothing, bedraggled. It's taking all my power to, like, maintain concentration gotcha. on the wind god and i i haven't projected any sort of image to myself other than what i act
2: if you were to do hollywood casting what actor would be playing the wind god in this scene
1: uh in the wind god would be played by robert duvall um <laughs> nice. like you know kind of like like weathered a bit yep. but distinguished looking like yeah yeah i think yeah. that's that's right yeah so uh
3: wind god robert duvall looks yep. at you and he's like yeah well, how,
1: how did i get here and i go You're in my lungs. (laughs) Uh, You're trying to be controlled by this evil wizard named uh, Augustine Palantir. Fuck that guy. I agree. (laughs) Now, listen, he's going to try and control you. And I don't know what his ultimate plan is, but I think we have to work together. Me, a man who fights winds, and you, a person who actually is wind in order to stop him.
3: Well, I think that sounds just fine.
1: Okay, well, we're going to get out of this and I'm going to hold out Mr. Spaghetti. That's my magic bindle, of course. And (laughs) if you promise that you won't kill me and my new friends and we can work together to to take this wizard down. Well, that sounds mighty fine. And I exit out of my mind palace and I hold open the bag.
3: The wind god, seemingly soothed and uh, boring, a bit of your questionable sanity flies into (laughs) Mr. Spaghetti and together (laughs) you rise up and all the winds start to coalesce around. They Blast the fire and wind away from the central area, and you see a man who is uh, head to toe, burnt, still smoldering flesh, sort of holding one hand on a, a blue glowing stone. He has a ring on each hand that seemed to have chips of the stone, and he's kind of doing that thing where you have both your hands out and the thing holds in the middle, and he's mm-hmm. drawing energy out of both with both hands. Hmm you know like Raiden charging up a lightning bolt mm-hmm. in Mortal Kombat he's also played by Chris Lambert in this
2: oh boy
1: they used up all their casting on Robert Duvall <laughs> yeah, and did, yeah, just, yeah, <laughs> you know what uh, why actually- was Lambert
2: available to play uh, Augustine Palantir oh he'll work for scale <laughs> Frank the Rock was actually voiced by Ian McKellen he just never got a chance to say anything There's cut
3: for time <laughs> <laughs> so um you see uh Augustine he's drawing energy out of the stone. What do mm-hmm. you do?
1: So I'm myself, right? I just yeah, got you're
3: yourself, you're Mary Poppinsing up on Mr. Spaghetti. Mm-hmm. The wind god is keeping the wind and fire at mm-hmm. bay. He's floating amidst the sort of the ruined debris of the platform that he'd mm-hmm. been standing on that Alan blew up. So
1: I open up Mr. Spaghetti and I scream, Window from my beard! And I kind of like try and
3: summon the wind to surround me. You feel the wind kind of like fly around you, but it's just the power of this wizard forcing you back is, is too much. And then on the winds you hear, it's time for you to take my place. And all of a sudden, the wind shoots back into your lungs, (laughs) your eyes go blue, and you find yourself imbued with the power of the wind god. What
1: can I do with the wind uh, god? Well, you can feel
3: the stone pulsing. It feels like it Mm -hmm. used to be part of you. Mm -hmm. You think that perhaps, with just a snap of your fingers, you could blow that fucking thing up.
1: I snap my fingers and try and blow up the stone that he's uh, tracking. Excellent.
3: So, reaching out with your powers, you feel the the pulsing stone, Mm -hmm. and suddenly you understand the things you fought your whole life. And with the windle from your bindle, Mm -hmm. you blast the stone apart, and you see the wizard just like like screaming in in agony as the stone shards fly into him,
2: uh, like shrapnel, and he begins to fall. He's just free falling back down towards the ground. I recover myself with the stuff Quinny got away from on top of me and then duck.
3: (laughs) As he falls, you see him mutter an incantation. He seems to do something with his hands. A portal appears behind him. Do you want to try and grab him?
1: I want to create a vortex under him to kind of like grab him with my new wind powers. Awesome.
3: Can you roll me, please? Let's say dex Save. 13. You try and create a vortex under him. He's a very powerful wizard. He kind of blows through it. But you're also a monk. So ignoring your god powers for a second, you just kind of focus what you would do with your hands to create a, a sort of a hand of wind that grabs one of his arms as he goes through. Mm-hmm. He drops to the portal, briefly making eye contact with Alan in like a we'll meet again way. <laughs> um, he falls through the portal, but you're still holding his arm and you hear him snap. And the portal closes, cleaving his arm off. Neat. <laughs> uh, so you're holding you're holding a severed burnt arm mm-hmm. the storms around the island seem to dissipate
2: awesome Quinny says <laughs> I get out from under the stones and I'm like we did it guys
1: I take the rings off the fingers of the severed hand you got away with one of
3: them but mm-hmm. uh, the one that you've got it glows with sort of a shard of the energy of the now deceased wind god you can already feel its energy starting to dissipate mm-hmm. uh, it seemed to use the last of its powers to charge you up. But this ring seems to glow with its energy and you think you could probably use it to control the winds to some degree. It'll probably help you free Tornado Town from its plight. I put the ring on. You feel uh, powered up in a way you weren't before and ready to punch any tornado that comes your way. There is still the matter, though, of the the people who betrayed you. and With the storm energy swirling around in the distance, you can see the uh, the village of the castaways. Do you want to leave them to the island or do you want to wreak some terrible revenge?
1: Since my plan is to return to Tornado Town, I might need a retinue of people in order to protect the city because it sounds like maybe this wizard had gone and recruited people from Tornado Town because he had Tornado Town Steven somehow. So just in case there's going to be some issues there, I'm going to use my powers to impress them enough to convince them to follow me back and save them from the island. Amazing. Uh, Is there anything you guys want to do up
3: on this platform?
2: Well, I just sort of got like two questions off the top. So, Tornado Town, Terrence, is there somewhere we can get a boat on this island? Because our boat sort of exploded. Well, can you roll me a perception check?
3: Would the rest of the party like to move me a perception (laughs) check? 15. 19. 10 for me. Tornado Town, Terrence, and Quinny, in the distance, you can see your beloved skiff, the SS Moonhammer, off the coast. And uh, if you just squint real hard, uh, you can see a small guy up on top waving a flag saying, hey.
2: And I say, I'm going to kiss that guy on the mouth. (laughs) So uh, the ship starts to, to make its way inland. Okay, so then we're good on that front. So where do we go for, like, the wishes?
1: And I grab everyone's hand and I open up the magic bindle again, sucking the wind god back into my lungs and everyone goes into the mind palace. All right. What do you all look like inside the mind palace? I allow everyone to select their own personal avatar (laughs) and what they'd like to look like.
5: Quinny is like a smoky, barely visible shadow. And it's just like you can just see eyes glinting and the, the eyes glint like gold coins.
2: I look exactly like I do normally, except if you've seen that South Park episode where people have butts for heads, that's I've got a butt for a head. So every, every time I talk, it's, it's just farting that sounds
1: like words, and I smell like poo. I look like a very busy doctor this time, just, just <laughs> incredibly harried, just like doesn't have time to, for idle conversation.
4: I look pretty much like me, but I'm just kind of pulsing with the energy a little bit.
1: Awesome.
2: Goblin Junior. It looks like Burt Reynolds laying on the bearskin rug. Amazing, <laughs> <laughs>
1: as you Just, just look, how you see him every time you look at him, anyways.
4: I, and and uh, he like pose like Burt Reynolds, yes. or looks exactly <laughs> like Burt. Did Bert at Reynolds. both. Okay.
3: And Robert Duvall, when God comes out, and uh, you can tell he's starting to fade away. He, he gave the last of his energy. Team. it's
1: actually James Cromwell now he's, oh. he's also changed <laughs> very good yep. uh, yeah. for the sequel they couldn't get Robert Duvall so they had to get James Duvall uh, it's fine yeah. similar generation actors D- it's fine
2: Duvall can only do one day
1: <laughs> so,
3: so uh, Cromwell comes out and he says I can grant
2: you one wish within the best of my powers collectively I look at Terrence and I'm like that's not what we were promised <laughs> what's your pitch Alan for the one wish
4: can I kind of take the wind god aside?
3: No. <laughs> <laughs> why, why not? I mean, I'm curious. I kind of want to see where this goes. Or can
4: I just can well, I can I just make a mental wish without anyone? Yes, else yes. You don't it? need to say it aloud. Um. So I just kind of. Do you want to write it down? Should, should we yeah. Here? yeah. Yeah.
3: So the way this will work is the wind god will determine which wish to grant. You're free to plead your cases or just to make them mentally. It's up to you. Mm. If it's for more wishes, I kick you in the nuts. <laughs> I'm gonna need a minute. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to be clear Are we all just
5: thinking wishes Or are we going to say them I'm not going to say mine now Now that I know we can think them Okay I guess we all got to think them then You can say yours if you want
2: I want to see Moonhammer (laughs) I want to see Moonhammer so bad I don't know what's going on for a second Quinny's like I wish for that not to happen for Butthole but he's like no no I can do better everybody else is being all secretive I don't know why yeah. why don't we all just say them a lot la- I want to see Moonhammer it's my whole everything is I know that's Moonhammer why you can based. say it <laughs> yeah fine everybody else keep your weird secrets look at Goblin Jr. and I'm like what's your wish he's like ham <laughs> he can speak her. he sounds just like Burt Reynolds <laughs> Like, <laughs> oh, no, he
3: he sounds like Norm Macdonald doing Turt Ferguson as Burt Reynolds. Because yeah. he's
2: a dog. He doesn't really
3: know how to talk. like, yeah, yeah. want yeah. some ham. ham. It's funny, huh? Yeah. yeah, ham. And I'm like, we will make this happen. <laughs> yeah. Snarf. That's what I say, huh? Yeah. yeah, snarf. So he looks sort of each of you in the eyes and seems to consider, nod, and then say, it shall be done. And then he goes over to, to Town, Terrence and says, that'll do, Terrence. That'll do. And then he dissipates out of existence. Does anything happen? You're still in the Mind Palace.
1: We play a game of checkers in the Mind Palace. <laughs> What's the checkerboard? <laughs> checkerboard is uh, a bucket of squids and... Uh, <laughs> I leave the mind palace. <laughs> I leave the mind palace
2: instantly when the god leaves. Uh, yeah, I release everyone's hands and we're all out of the
1: mind palace. Yep. You're
2: standing
3: around and nothing seems to happen.
5: I'm going to start walking down the steps and turn on me like, Tornado Town Terrence, as the new uh, avatar for the wind god, would you mind explaining to these vampires as I pull the golden stakes out of their chests that everything's cool and I can just keep them?
1: Yeah, cool. uh, I, I grab, I grab <laughs> Tornado Town Steven on the way out, lest he be left behind. And grab all my rock friends as well. And walk out and wait for Quinny to do what he's about to do. As
2: they wander off into the distance, I remain silent. But I walk over to Charlie the Dandy. And knowing that I've completed my quest, I cast Revivify on Charlie the Dandy to bring him back to life.
3: And nothing happens.
2: And I just try again? (laughs) And nothing happens. And it's one of those things where you're like, okay, clearly I'm doing the hand gestures wrong or something. I like, <laughs> like rub your hands together, you like blow on them a little bit. And then I try it again.
3: And nothing happens.
2: I reach to the chest of my armor and I take the symbol of Moonhammer and I remove it and I set it down on the body. And I reach the shield and I take the symbol of Moonhammer and I remove it and I set it on the body. And I take Moonlight Bringer and I set it on the body. And then I just walk away. And I walk down to the village and let them do whatever they're doing with vampires, and I say nothing. In the aftermath
3: of the uh, battle with the Wind God, you're able to unstake the vampires, convince them that they can be of some help in uh, Tornado Town, perhaps. They mentioned that one of their members was in open rebellion um, and uh, didn't want to spend eternity serving the Wind God. uh, And as a result, they're able to identify the one you killed as the one who escaped and was trying to um, escape out and, and continue living its life. Hmm. The fellow castoffs, now that Tornado Town Terrence is able to show them the, his powers, but also convince them that, uh, yes, the wizard was clearly a dickhead. They agree to follow you back to uh, Tornado Town since most of their lives have been upended anyway. They see good value in that. Um, the captain of the SS Moonhammer, uh, brings it along shore, and then you're able to all join up. Um, none of you have seen Butthole uh, in a little bit, but you assume he's just kind of doing what he does. Yep. As you board your ship, Town Terrence, you and your new followers are constructing a ship out of all the the bits and pieces you can finally get offshore, uh, and the time has come to say your farewells.
1: So I stand on the beach as my new crew is kind of getting our boat ready, and I go to each of the others in turn, and I go to... Is Butthole there? He's not there. He's he's not there yet. Okay. I go up to Alan, and I give her the mysterious giant, and I just (laughs) hand it to her, and I go, take care of him. And then I go up to Quinny and I go, Quarmy, you were always my favorite. (laughs) (laughs) And is Goblin Jr. there? Yep. And I go up to Goblin Jr. and I pet him and I go... Reap the whirlwind, my friend. <laughs> and then I, I give four salutes. I go each one of them and then a salute to no one in particular. And I board the ship.
3: So, uh, Cooney and Allen. night's beginning to fall. Finally, Butthole comes down the beach. You notice he no longer has the sigil of Moonhammer on his chest or on his shield. Hey, where you been? Let's go.
4: Um, All right. Yeah. Okay. I guess let's go.
3: So the three of you uh, in uneasy silence board the ship and head off with the help of a friendly gust of wind towards an unknown future and the thiefies.
2: This episode of Dum Dums and Dragons features the voices of Ryan LaPlante at the Ryan on Twitter, Tyler Hewitt at Tyler underscore Hewitt on Twitter, Laura Hamstra at EL Hamstring on Twitter, our special guest, and our DM Tom McGee at McGee T D on Twitter. This episode's sound was edited and mixed by Laura Hamstra. And Dum Dums and Dragons artwork is by Del Borovic, who can be found at Delborovic.com. Our theme songs are And now for that massive coronary and skipping through the orchestra pit part one by Peter Gresser. And our ad music is No Control and Chiefs by Jazark. J.A.
3: It is done, the wind god said as he felt himself falling apart into air. With a final effort, he granted one and only one of the three wishes. Desiring the adventurers to remember them, he snapped his fingers and charmed each of them with a scrap of unlosable paper bearing their wish. He hoped they'd discover the result soon. He hoped it would bring them happiness. Smiling, he dissipated, having no idea the carnage that this simple act of gratitude and kindness would cause. Ultimately, it couldn't matter to him. After all, he was just dust on the wind. Epilogue 2 Slutty Dave and Stinky Pete are enjoying a cool drink in the shade of the dignified gentleman's patio on Crabclaw Isle. Things have been good since the return of Captain Roberts, and life aboard the Sea Witch has been great. Dave and Pete are arguing, politely of course, about some minor detail of their forthcoming wedding when it happens. A tremendous, earth shaking BOOM that rattles their signs off the table, spilling grog in every direction. With no time to spare, Dave and Pete, pirates at their backs, rush the source, the temple of the forgotten god, which has been completely obliterated. Well, shit, Slutty Dave said. Neither of them noticed the footprints leading away from it. As it turns out, that's the only thing that saved
1: them. The Fable and Folly Network. Where fiction producers flourish.
0: Greetings! I'm Bernard. And I'm Magenta. You might know us from such hit podcasts as Madame Magenta, Sonas Mystica, Horror Anthology Magenta Presents, or Season 3 of Mockery Manor. We're everywhere. And we're spreading faster than an STD in an old folks' home because now we have a brand new podcast Wham! Wham! Download it anywhere you listen to podcasts. (sighs) That's what the world needs, another movie podcast. Was that clear? Maybe I shouldn't have mentioned quantum mechanics.